You're now listening to the Thousand Story Podcast, presented by Thousand Story. She's in the studio right now, burning some Palo Santo, cleansing the air of all the bad juju energies. Welcome to the Thousand Story Podcast. We are your host, Naji and Louise. <laughs> And we've made it, ladies and gentlemen. Holy to shit. The season finale of season two. Season two. Oh Let's my God. Give ourselves a round of applause. Yeah. Like, Damn. We did that. That's so crazy. We did that. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm so proud of us. Me too, man. We, we, what, we're 30 episodes in now? 30 episodes. 30 episodes in. That's crazy. And that doesn't seem like a lot considering, you know, how many podcasts have 50, 100 episodes. Yeah. But you have to realize, like, it's it, there's a lot that goes into making a podcast. Yeah, there's a lot. It takes time. You know, you can you can even have all the, the stuff down. You know, you can have all your 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 templates and, and your, your process and your routine. But it still work. Yeah. You still gotta Every do time. It. <laughs> Every know? single time. Every single time. I think the hardest part is, like, what do we talk about? Yeah, so we like, actually what? had this conversation <laughs> earlier this morning. We were like, uh, what do we say? <laughs> yeah, like, what, do, what are we going to talk about today? Like, what what do we have to say right now? And we couldn't really come up with anything. And then... <laughs> For, like, a good, like, like 30 minutes 30 at least. Minutes. And, and then we were like, oh, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so... Some shit happened. Over the weekend... Uh-huh. Uh, a lot of shit happened, actually. It was a lot. Um, how do I explain it? Basically, stem low-key Thanos snapped, like, the majority of their, their, their uh, clientele. clientele. I, Users, basically. And, as you know, we, we are fans of STEM. Oh, yeah. You and know, we're, uh, we're fans of people at STEM. If or, you started with this podcast, right? you heard the first two episodes. Those were... It's basically about STEM. Chloe Heavey of STEM. Yes. You know, we were on it. Um, and then they decide to pull the biggest what the fuck move I think I've ever seen a destroyed yeah, company do. It was uh it was kind of shocking because I didn't hear anything about it until I saw your tweets. Honestly, because I was out of town. And I saw your tweets and then I was like, wait, what? Yeah, so for anybody who's unaware, which is most of you, yes. uh, <laughs> well, let's I, explain what is STEM, right? For some, for some of you who have just joined us, right? Just joining us. Imagine you're listening to this for the first time. So, STEM is a distribution, a music distribution company, um, and financial management platform for said distribution. So, you upload songs, whether you're a label, you're an art, independent artist, uh, or it's creative in general. You upload songs. To their service, yes, um, and they have an online dashboard where you can see uh, the financial happenings of that song. Uh, you can see, and you can see it uh, for you know the amount of money that you're supposed to make because they have this uh, interesting feature called splits, where you can split the revenue with other creators that are involved, which is super cool. 
And I you mean, know, like it's pretty innovative. They kind of they kind of pioneered that in the music realm. It's, yeah. Even though it seemed like such a simple thing, splitting revenue with people like who'd have thought that you made music with? Like that's insane. Like you, they, oh, okay, sure, yeah, you know, yeah. you made some, you make some, you get. Some. But that's not been a thing in in any sort of distribution company ever. Ever. Anything, you know. Ever. And, and the, the typical process has been you upload music to a distribution company, you know, whether it's small yeah. or big. Uh, the indie ones all do the same thing as the big, you know, bigger ones, even major. Like they all have the same thing. You you get a check, and that's typically quarterly or biannually. Yeah, uh, and it's yep. one check. You know, nothing taken out, nothing kind of split. So whoever would, the artist was, or whoever manages the actual content and owns the content of the master and the uh, the the song itself, gets that check and then delegates that to whoever they're supposed to delegate to. So in the typical case of a major label uh, or major art label artist, uh, the major label would receive that check and then they would delegate or, and... They would of, take their cut. They would take their ginormous ass cut. And then they would give the rest to the people who made the music. Correct. Which is typically <laughs> anywhere from, you know, 10 to 5%. Yeah. Uh, you know, for the average major label artist yeah uh, and even on the indie side you know if we're thinking like TuneCore, cd baby distro kid ditto well not distro kid now but previously um kid. you know they they would send out the check to the artist directly or whoever uploaded the song and again the same process would happen it's one check and you have to then split it yourself amongst whoever contributed to the song uh but stem was the first company that I was aware of, mm. uh, that anybody was aware of, who actually created in in their software and and made it seamless to just share the revenue with anyone, yeah. you know, regardless of who uploaded it and whose so, quote unquote song it was, you could just assign percentages to people with just an email, mm -hmm. which seems like the simplest thing that should already exist, yeah. but it didn't, and they changed the game with that, and have continued to change the game with that. And now the only other few companies that I know that have splits is like DistroKid. AWOL doesn't AWOL do that? No, AWOL doesn't do that. AWOL doesn't do that. I thought they did that. Uh, they're working on it. Uh, I know DistroKid jumped on that. DistroKid yeah. is one of the few, if not the only, other competitor with splits, uh, at least officially. Um, yeah, and like you know publicly, uh, you know, they they it's a, it's a very very new feature and it's a very just sought it's, after it's a, feature it's a game changing yeah. feature um but anyway so that company who i've been a big fan of for a long time since yes. they are the one who are responsible for one being able to allow that and also give me regular checks because that's the other thing not many companies do monthly monthly checks. checks most of them are quarterly you know so that's four checks a year <laughs> which yeah. is stressful yes um and for, to be able to be paid a monthly quote unquote salary you know from your own mm -hmm. thing is a whole actual career make um so needless to say they're very important very critical and and, and very uh cat, cat, catalyst catalytic yeah they're they honestly just their thought process and and what they innovated has catapulted us into like what i call now the bedroom producer era yes We've like, been allowed to make stuff and make money yeah, off of it. We, yeah. Successfully. And that was not, you couldn't do that before. Easily. I mean, like, yeah, yeah, easily. Because, yeah, you could still upload your stuff to, at the time, what, TuneCore and some other random you distribution know, companies. Just generic, like, overly, yeah. like, huge companies that just, you know, they'll put it up. But, you know, yeah. nowadays that we have, now we have the, the oh. smaller indie distributors who actually, you know, kind of focus on and the And they artists. cared. And they like, cared. I remember they had the chat 
to be at the very beginning mm -hmm. they had that chat and you could talk to like actual people directly and ask them like questions about you know uploading your music and when you should or like how to try to gain favor with uh, playlist makers on Spotify and you know like there was that whole that whole thing right so yeah. needless to say useful they're very useful very uh, ahead of the curve as mm -hmm. far as being part of the community and and artists friendly and artists like pro artists um, and just just they were doing great things uh, but the one thing that they entirely fucked up <laughs> uh, at least in this case was the timing of uh, their most recent decision yeah to essentially you know wait before you say that it was a fuck up because the timing is is really bad yes the timing is really the bad the timing is the only thing that makes this bad but the idea that they started with was essentially is incredible all right they Absolutely. were they were open to everybody mm -hmm. everybody could basically join i mean it was kind of private in a way cuz you so, had to be invited so that was the thing the, the uh, their initial plan yeah was what they're doing now yeah but then they opened it up to the public when did they do that? They only recently opened it up to the public. Well, when I say recently, but like, like for example, I joined in December 2016 when Mona Lisa came out because I yeah. distributed Mona Lisa. Them, still distributed to them. Yeah. Um, but at that time, they were still very, very close and just invite only. Right. Um, but after a certain point, they started releasing certain uh, codes mm -hmm. in, in, in publications like Billboard Magazine or on YouTube videos and gave out free invite codes, essentially making it public by making people aware uh, of these invite codes that they could then use to without, you know, somebody who's already part of the whole system. Right, right. Um, so they, they kind of opened it up to like a semi-open thing, meaning like if you had a code which was easily available and easily obtainable, and even if you didn't obtain it from that direct source, somebody could just give you the code. And then you could use it. Like you didn't have to have Billboard magazine to know to use the code. The code, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, so they semi opened it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But considering the music community is very small, small. and yeah. people share, yeah. it was essentially open. Um, and as a result, they gained a huge clientele. Yeah. Because I started using them in 2000, I think it was 2017. Yeah. yeah. That was when. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and you know, so with, with with a huge clientele comes a lot more responsibility. responsibility. You know, yeah. <laughs> There's a lot more people you have to take care of. There's a bigger, uh, you know, team involved at that point because yeah. you know dealing with ten people is different than dealing with ten thousand people. It's just yep. fact. You're going to need customer support. You're going to yep. need sales representatives. You're going to need just liaisons. You're going to need continual support. And, for the artists, and, and for the clients. For everyone yeah. involved. Even if you can't handle everyone individually, even though you should, if you can't even do that, you know, you need more people to handle more people. It's just fact. Yeah. Um, so they have been slowly building up and, and kind of making themselves and positioning themselves as that kind of company uh, and running themselves as that kind of company up until now. <laughs> so... You know, uh, it was May 31st. Was the first email. Uh, first email, yeah. So I I got a phone call when I was I was just chilling in the studio. Uh, and as you know, our residence uh, guest host, Monty, uh, is my business partner. So he was uh, just casually introducing me to this email that, that he received. And he was like, he was wondering if I received a similar email. And he's like, hey, check your email for a second. Let me, uh, let me see something. 
So I checked my email. Um, and I saw this email from Steph that said, uh, congrats, you know, we're moving forward in a new direction. Um, uh, you know, something along the lines, I'm, I'm paraphrasing a bit, but something along the lines of, uh, you know, after this date, uh, you, your new your, your new account manager will be taking hold um, and you can correspond with her uh, 24-7 as much as you want. You know, you, you, we're, we're switching to a new model called STEM Direct. Um, and we're really paring down our focus on the you know select people that we really care about. Um, <laughs> and wow, that was that was Friday. That was Friday. Uh, that was three days ago. You know, I was wondering what you guys were talking about. Yeah, I think Friday so, before we left. Yeah, yeah, three days ago. Got that email. Uh, and well, I guess four days ago if you listen to the podcast now. Yeah. Um, and you know it was it was a very inviting email saying you know your previous uh, catalog is is you know confirmed at its current uh, kind of commission rate you know so they make income off of they take five percent of whatever you upload yeah that's their that was been their rate since the beginning since the beginning yeah um, and you know they said in the email you know your, your back catalog is, is safe at five percent but we're increasing uh, your future catalog uh, to. X Eight. amount. Well, the, yeah, because they were. Li- oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right. yeah, yeah. I, I don't, I don't, I don't want to give the information away. But um, you're increasing information or your your percentage to X amount, and since you've been grandfathered in, uh, you know, you actually are going to be at this amount instead, which is slightly less than the new amount that they have for if you're a new new user. Right. If you were grandfathered in, you get a slightly reduced rate. Um, you know, it's still more than what you're previously doing. It's more than five percent, but just slightly less than their new rate for new users. Right. Right. Um, so. I was like, oh, okay, well, that's exciting. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Uh, glad to hear it. You know, I get a new STEM account Because that's manager. what it sounded like. Right. At the beginning. was just like, hey, we're moving in a new direction. Here's a person for you that you can specific. That's that's just for you. Just for you. You know. It's like, wow. I it's appreciate like, wow, that. That's super cool. That's incredible. And then <laughs> at the same time. Some other people received an email. And by some other people, we mean like 95% of everyone. Of every other user. um, (laughs) Received a slightly different email, which uh, (laughs) basically said, you've been uh, disabled. (laughs) You've been canceled. And, you know, I, 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 again, I love STEM. I, I love the people that were at STEM. Uh, I, I can't account for who's there. There's very new people. Anyway, <laughs> they received a slightly different email. And that email basically told them that as of that Friday, in effect of the next day, their accounts were being... Disabled com- for new uploads. For, for new uploads. Disabled for new uploads. Um, and their back catalog must be transferred by... Uh, they actually didn't mention the date in the first email. Uh, yeah, I don't think they had the first date. They did not. So all we knew was that they had their accounts disabled. Which means that they couldn't... So I wonder if you had an upload going up on Saturday and you were canceled it was, account, it was probably... Canceled. Yes. Canceled. Those releases were canceled. Yeah. Any new uploads were canceled. Um, and you had to transfer over your back, back catalog, catalog to TuneCore, who they partnered with. Uh, and they, for that For that specific thing. <laughs> Um, and you know that doesn't sound bad, but considering that they only gave you till July first to 
transfer over things in the email, right? The, yeah. This was this is all the information that was received just initially. Uh, they said, you know, effective July 1st, you need to transfer your stuff over because you will no longer be able to utilize it on our service, on our platform. And they said, we regret to inform you, uh, you know, that this is happening and it's it's we thank you for the time thanks for the audition but uh you didn't, you didn't pass <laughs> you didn't make it it's gonna be a no for me dog and it was essentially like the biggest fuck you to everybody who joined except the people they saved okay but here's the crazy thing about it okay it's because i got that email but i was kind of busy which email to clarify I, I'll, I'll clarify it in a second. I got an email from STEM, and I was like, oh, it's probably some holiday shit. I don't know. Like, they're like, we're closed these hours, holiday hours. I don't right. know. I wasn't thinking about it, you know. And then I go, like, all weekend, and I'm chilling, chilling. And then I see Najee tweeting something, like, Saturday. Uh, no, it was the day of. Oh, was it the day of? It was the day of. Maybe it was that night. Yeah, I don't know. That, well, you might have seen it later, but I tweeted I, I it. I think I might have seen it later. Yeah, I don't know. But I think I, it was maybe like Saturday morning. I woke up and I'm seeing all these tweets about STEM. And then I'm reading STEM talking, you know, because they made like official announcements on social media being like, hey, like, hold on. And they were trying to manage the situation. A day later. A day later. After <laughs> sending the email out. After the social media response. Right. From people who just got cut. Cut. Yep. Thanos snapped. Yep. <laughs> and... uh <laughs> I was like, what's going on? Like, that's crazy. <laughs> and then I was reading the tweets and it was like, yeah, basically like 90 some percent of people were cut from STEM. Like it was like a, just a huge number. I, we don't have the exact number. We don't have the exact number, but there were a lot of people that we know. Personally. Personally. A lot of artists that we know. That. That. Are, are, but are great artists. And like we're. And making, had, met making money. So. You know, it, interesting thing about the revenue, you know, the biggest thing that we all would assume. Yes. Would be that, well, they cut the clientele because they don't have enough money to continue trying to service all of these people. Right. So they're only going to focus on people who bring in the money. Right. You know, large amounts of money. Right. Which as a business move logically makes sense. It makes sense. For survival it's of a smart. business. Yeah. Like I get that. Yeah. You know, and. If they kind of went with that and just ran with that and were just out the gate, like, this is the revenue need. Like, when YouTube, for example, uh, pulled the partner program for yep. people who didn't make, I think the threshold was you needed, uh, like, ten, was it 10,000? 10, 10,000 minutes or, like, hours yeah. or something like that. And a certain amount of followers. A thousand followers. And they just sent you an email that said, you didn't make this threshold. Yeah. This is why we're cutting you. Yep. It sucks. But this is the threshold. But we need to make money. This is this is where it is. And the only way for other people to make money too is if we're not paying some people pennies. Yeah, or wasting resources trying to build out a whole program, program and yeah. support for this huge program for people who are making pennies. Yeah, right. It's like ow, but okay. But I get it. Cool. I understand that. Appreciate you. I gotta work harder. Yeah, like you know, it's motivation. You're like it shit. Is. All right. Well. If I make the cut, I'm going to make it next yeah. year. Like, you know, you're ready. I'm going to work hard. I'm going to work super hard. I'm, I'm going to make a podcast. You. I'm going to put it on YouTube. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> you're, you're there. But STEM did not do that. Yes. They did. I, yet. Uh, <laughs> I mean, they've... they've They've attempted to they uh, have rectify the situation after the fact that the email basically just said... You're out. You're out. Yeah. Not for any particular reason. Yeah. Just... You're out. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> and the, I think the wording was, wasn't it like, 
what did they say? It was more like I have focus on focusing on people we care about or something right. like that. Right, which is not only vague, but just the the, the shittiest thing you can say to yeah. somebody you just dropped. Yeah. Because it's like we're basically dropping you because we don't care about you. And we're going to focus not on as, the people yeah. we do. You're not as important to us and, as these other people are. And, and there's no reason as to why they are more important to us. And but you they are, are not. You know. Um, yeah. And that was the general tone uh, that the email uh, hopefully unintentionally carried. Yes. And as a result, they received a lot of backlash. But the hilarious part about this is, and it somehow it it made me feel good <laughs> about myself in a weird sort of kind of fucked up way, right. I guess. Because <laughs> not to mention the fact that like a lot of people that I know personally right. were cut and are affected by this Thanos snap. But the email that I received, okay, and mind you, like, I don't know, like, I, I have music out there in the world, all right? I'm relevant to a very small number of people, <laughs> and by small number, I mean small number of people, okay? People fuck with me, but not to the extent as some of the homies that I personally know that were Thanos snapped on that fateful Friday, you know, but my email was, "Hey, what's up? Congratulations, <laughs> you made the cut." <laughs> and I don't know how that happened, but it makes it makes. I'm ha I mean, I'm happy about it. You know, the only thing I can do is speculate, uh, and because I was a part of some of Louise's uh, releases. Yes. We, ta we talked about this for right, a minute. Because right. you know, like, I'm literally like, how? How did I... How was this person not... But how was? How did I slip through the cracks? And I... You know? You know, as much as... I, I'm not trying to toot my own horn. I just happened to be saved. And I happened to make a song that made them a lot of money. Um, and that's just fact. You know, I can't... It's a fact. And I've been there it's since a fact. the beginning. You know? Mona Lisa hit 20 mil right. on Spotify. That's a check. For them and myself. And yeah. I've been there since the beginning, being an ambassador. So they saved me, which yeah. I appreciate. And yes. I continue to appreciate. Um, and because I've done work on Louise's uh, project, uh, among some other friends of mine, um, what I noticed is that everybody that was involved with my project or any of my projects were also salvaged. Mm -hmm. um, so. Which is. Uh, it's interesting. It, it is know? interesting. So it wasn't necessarily just about money, but it was very very subjective it was a very very subjective process yeah which can only infuriate more yeah <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah because if it were very objective again people could take it as that yes but the fact that it was so uh, it was so it wasn't half-assed it was very intentionally vague mm -hmm. and 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 sudden and personal and and specific and targeted and vague at the same time that's what makes it so offensive that's what makes it so yeah. uh, you know just yeah just oh painful it was and disrespectful it's hurtful you know that as much as i love chloe and as much as i love many of the people who've worked there who no longer work there um 
you know, that was not a move that was representative of who they're supposed to represent. That was not, yeah. you know, that was not the leaders representing their constituents. That was not a, a noble move. As much as they attempted for it to be, however that was interpreted and, I, in I mean, and I, and I think that, because, I mean, as a business... As a business. Like, like keeping all feelings out of it, keeping right. all feelings aside. As a business, it's a smart move for them. Yes. Yes. Not how they re- release the information. How they release the information is a different story. Right. That's PR. Actual... That PR department Y'all f- did not oh, wow. think about anything at all. Whew. I I hate to say and, it. And if that was Chloe, I mean, damn. Chloe. <laughs> I don't that was know. That Chloe. I know. But whoever decided to, I mean, but there's a room, you know. There's, there's, there's a room full of people. It's not just one person. We can't just be singling out one person. There's, there's at least five people that said, this is a good idea. Yeah. No. More. But there were more than that. There were more than that. But y'all yeah. did not do it right. Yeah, that was, that was, a, that was a very thoughtless act. However, and, uh, the actual acts and the actual concept of them paring down. Yes. And consolidating their efforts into focusing on people is a smart move. So I think this is more of a lesson on public relations oh my God. than it is about the move that they actually made. Because, I mean, it, it makes sense for them to be like, hey, as a company, if, it, they if they would have said, listen, as a company, we're losing money and we need to pare down our operation to make money as a company so that one day maybe we can do it for everybody right you know that i would have totally that would have been like sign me off right now we appreciate you for the time you put in hell yeah like you you change they're they've changed so much about the music industry alone i mean they are they are the reason that companies are starting to wake up and and make these changes yeah exactly and that's important and it's super important but this is a lesson in public relations, a for huge sure. Lesson. That being said, and timing, and timing. Because <laughs> if they did this, if they had this model from the beginning, yeah, everybody would have been fine. I never would have been accepted, and I would have been fine. <laughs> you, you can't miss what you didn't have. Exactly. You, you know? can only hope to make it in, and you can strive, and you can do better. But when you when you tease the carrot, when you feed them the carrots, and they yes, just, they were eating carrots. They were in the middle of eating the carrots. Yes, and you pulled the stick out of their mouth. I just had one carrot. <laughs> Why? That I was so happy to have. Oh, I remember the day it happened, like it was yesterday. <laughs> but because you know, it was like two months ago. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, we we say all this not to completely shit on what's happening to the people working there. No. And obviously, the people that are affected by this already know this that, that it's terrible. But yeah. we still have to talk about it. It's still a, I mean, a it's thing still that news. happened. I mean, it's still news. It's still news that happened in the music industry. It, it really is. And it's it affected us directly. So, yeah. as again, I am affiliated with STEM, and I appreciate the energy and, and the time and the efforts that they've you know gone through on my behalf. So, yes. this is not in any means a bashing of stem as a company this is a bashing of a decision yes that was made yes and uh i that that being said i just want to say thank thank you (laughs) (laughs) thank you for uh keeping keeping me alive you know within that thanos snap i um (laughs) 
I I appreciate it. But what I find uh, a lot very interesting um, is because I spearheaded this kind of. It wasn't. It was just. It was. It wasn't a call to arms. It was literally just like a. Okay, your shit's about to be deleted. Here are the things you need to do. Yeah. To not have them deleted. This is what you need to know. It was a shame that I had to be the one to do that because they apparently were not able to. You know, whoever made the call, the the people at STEM yeah. were unable to access or they weren't allowed to access their socials. Um, and I don't know who made that call. I don't know why that call was made, but. From the information that I had, they were unable to go and relay information until a certain period of time. Um, and, you know, most people, because they weren't able to do that, all they could do was just let the Internet take hold. So it sucks that they weren't able to themselves respond to the actual emails that they put out. But I don't know who made the decision to say put out an email and then don't say anything yeah that's probably the worst thing that you could ever do so mm -hmm. as an indie artist just trying to build your own brand make sure you do it right yeah <laughs> make sure when you pr and connecting with the community requires communication so it's hard it really is it's so hard and you have to think it's got to be methodical every time you put something out it, it has to be. You it's can't, crazy. And I'm sure they tried to really make this methodical. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm sure. It feels like they tried. I'm sure that they did because, you know, they had slides that were, you know. Right. There was a whole FAQ. Was, yeah. There, there, there was, was plenty of information. There was a lot of information. But the way that it was released was the, the wording that was used, I don't think was, was they, they didn't place that much importance on it. Because I think they were just moving a few steps ahead before they were, you know what I mean? Yeah. They just put the they, cart they before the donkey in that one. <laughs> you really is that, a, is that That's a saying, right? Cart before the horse. Cart before the horse. Yeah. Whatever. Donkeys pulls too. They they, 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 they they too. They pull. Yeah. You know. But anyway, the takeaway from this uh, that we want our listeners to take away from this yes. is, is not that, well, at least in my, in my sake, I, what I want you to take away listening to this is not that you know all is over and into panic because again when i made that post to kind of you know here's what to prioritize here's what you need um and here's how you can uh, transfer your stuff over as quickly as possible the fact that i had to be you know uh, kind of like a, a spearheading voice in that was a shame but it was important um and i encourage more people to take actions like that you know to be, if, if the, the people that, whoever is, you know, handling your back end, whatever the case may be, as an artist, as an independent person, you know, it's up to us to really support each other. Um, so as much as we want to bash the, you know, STEM for making the decisions they made, the, an equal amount of, it's not blame, but an equal amount of responsibility to an extent uh, can be placed on the artists because the people that were saved didn't do anything. You know, mm -hmm. I, many people who are just like, well, I got mine, you know. Yeah. That, that's in and of itself is a selfish thing, which they're entitled to. Nobody is saying you're, you're not legally, morally, ethically obligated. Yeah. To share information or to help others. That is not your MO when you sign into music. It's you can be as selfish as you want. Yeah. But personally, in my own philosophy, I feel like the farther, the more we do to help others, the more we do to help our own community, the farther everybody wins and thrives. Yeah. You know, and for sure. You know, even though I happen to be salvaged, 
I if, if I were in the situation that everybody's in right now, because I've been in it in, in different contexts, I would appreciate somebody being there, anyone being there from the community, being like, hey, you know, this sucks. I, you know, here's what I can do to help something. You know, anybody being able to reach out and 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 provide a voice is a helpful thing. Mm -hmm. And I was sort of disappointed in the response from the people that were saved in the, in this whole circumstance and the fact that they were just just dismissive of everybody who did get snapped. And it was crazy to see, you know, like how much we take for granted in that situation because, you know, again, you were saved, so you don't have to do anything. But there are so many other artists who don't know what to do next. All they knew. And there were so many artists that were saved that brought other people in. Yeah. That didn't help the people that they brought in, which I think is just fucked up. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're going to take the time to bring somebody into a system and, and bring somebody into uh, a means of making their career work and then that thing fails... I feel like the least you can do is just help guide people to another feasible means of surviving doing that, or yeah. doing that thing, yeah. you know? So the, the reason why I, I decided to take hold and, and kind of just be a voice for how to get your stuff over to another distribution company was not to say fuck STEM. It was genuinely just to be and do what STEM should have done, which is to help the community, you know, and to be just a guiding hand to help them get over it properly mm -hmm. and you know they they again they attempted to do that with the email but it was not it was not handled properly the social media response because yeah you can get an email but people are going to be live interacting on twitter like yeah. and they're going to be real people in real time and you can't just neglect that mm -hmm. um and and artists you can't neglect that either you know you, these are your peers these are the people that you make music with who are affected directly right now and to just ignore that just to say you know all oh, the company's going through things that's just something you might want to observe and and for people that were snapped just pay attention to your peers pay attention hmm. to who really is down to help and support and to actually be a, you know a, a positive influence on the community that's just my take on it yeah. personally i would i want to see more artists take responsibility even when they don't have to, you know, because that's what makes the community better. That's what makes the community move forward and actually thrive and have a voice and have a stake in and make it worthwhile and make it, uh, you know, something that is a force to be reckoned with. You know, to have the independent market be what it is now is because people decided to actively say, I'm going to do this and champion that lifestyle and champion that for other people, you know. So the more we can do that in any way possible we're only going to get stronger mm -hmm. as a, as a whole. Yeah, you know. So it's just something to keep in mind. Yeah, I think. No, I agree. You know. I agree. I feel like a dick for saying thank you. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I get it. I'm though. kidding. I'm kidding. I'm I kidding. Like, like, I'm not, I'm I not don't really feel like that much of a dick. Honestly, no. like it's more just comedic. To me. It, it is. It's it's genuinely funny because it's, it's like there's nothing you can do. Yeah. Yeah. I can't. I can't yeah. do anything about the fact. I mean, I can leave. Sure, but what's that? that I mean, but at that, that point, what is that going to do? Like. I'm I'm allowed you to can't. benefit myself. Yes. Yeah. You, why hurt yourself? You know. And you know that's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying you know you need to take one for the team and you know just suffer <laughs> just because for the other. No, you're allowed no. to benefit. You're allowed to feel good. But the the thing is, is that there is a lack of resources, and there's a yeah. lack of resources when it comes to the music industry as a whole, and that's the reason why we started this podcast to provide to provide that to provide resources to provide insight to provide a guiding hand. 
Yes. Um, and it's just, I'm glad we were able to do this. Um, I'm glad we have the connections that we have and we we're in touch with the people that we are. Cause I'm, I'm connected on both sides of it. Mm. So I could, you know, it, it, it's helpful to have that and, and not to point the finger at anybody specifically, even though we could, but <laughs> I won't because <laughs> there's still, you know, things are not so black and white like that. There's gray with every single situation, including this one. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would still say the same thing, even if I were on the side, because again, I've been in this situation, even in like the YouTube partner program yeah. Yeah. where I've been chopped. I've been chopped. I'm not a YouTube partner because I didn't make it, you know, and I can't do anything about that, but I'm not mad at the decision. Yeah. I understand it's a business. I understand yeah. what goes into it and what makes it what you need to make things thrive. Yeah. You know. But anyway, that's that rant. I personally I don't know what the future of STEM holds. Um I mean, I think I I think personally, because I don't really know, I feel like they're gonna try to keep it private. Like I it would be cool to see them keep it private for a minute, get back on the horse. And then just like try to open it back up to people. That would be nice, but I don't. I think they lost the trust. Idealistic. That's very idealistic. I I don't realistically think that they can make that move. I think you're right. Because you know, once you burn that bridge, there's there's no. Yeah, there's not really. It's not. You're like we we come back. We can't put it back together. (laughs) Let's get the band back together. No, like no. Yeah. Although again, very idealistic. I would love that. That would be nice. Yeah. But when you when you betray the trust of that many people that quickly, it does not bode well for bringing the public back into it. So my yeah. hope for them personally is that I hope they do make the private model work for them. I don't yeah. want to see them go. It's still a great model. It's a great, it's a great model. business model. It's a great and it's fair and it's it's progressive. I just wish you guys executed the the announcement of it or just the the execution of it. I wish yeah. you did that better. Yeah. Whoever was involved in that, I can't say. I, I don't know who specifically made decisions, but as a unit, my hope is for you guys to really have a more concise line of progression and and direction. Yeah. Because uh, I feel like that's going to benefit you guys. And I don't know what's going to happen in six months. I don't even know if I'm going to have an account in six months. Same. You really don't know. <laughs> So I can't even say, you know, they'll hear this and they'll be like, oh, yeah, we did forget that one. <laughs> you know, it, it's it's not to say like I am going to be around or I'm still going to be an ambassador. I may or may not. I don't know what my yeah. future is with the company myself, but I do appreciate the time that's gone to helping me thrive. I do appreciate the time that uh, has gone into helping the company grow to where it's at. Mm-hmm. Um, and I appreciate the, the people involved that have just allowed this to be. You know, so wherever it's at in six months, STEM, I wish you well. Same. Uh, I hope it's at a great Much spot. Love. And I hope you figure out the business model you need. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, that sounds like a goodbye. But I think that's a good spot to segue into our own, not goodbye, but. Yeah. Ending. Our own uh, season two finale here. Right. You know, it's been a, it's um, been a journey. It's been, it's a, been a really cool, cool ride. And uh, I, th- I think the best part about it was just the other last week was it last week you sent me that text message yeah yeah so last week Najee sent me a text message saying oh shit son (laughs) it was actually bruh yeah it was like bruh and then it was a (laughs) screenshot and it was just a screenshot of a graph (laughs) he was like I uh, heard that Nickelback meme playing like (laughs) look at this graph (laughs) 
but it was a graph of um, the Apple Podcast music charts. Apple uh, Podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. Apple Podcast music charts for the U.S. For the U.S. Specifically. Yeah. Yes. And uh, we hit number 19. 19. Yes. When you consider how many music podcasts there are, how many people make podcasts, um, and how difficult it is in, in a world of saturation to chart on anything. Yeah. Let alone at number 19 in the world of the Joe Button podcast and yes, you know, dissect dissect this song and, and song exploder. That so many, so many awesome music podcasts. That is one of the greatest things that I can ever hear about this pod, like in in my lifetime. Just the fact that by season two we've. Made I, it to we're that we're point. literally on episode thirty, and some of those podcasts are like at episode two three hundred. Yeah. That's an incredible thing. That that's and that's yeah. you guys. That I mean, yes, that's we make the podcast content. Yeah, and that's ninety percent of <laughs> what it is. But <laughs> but the ten percent, it's like you know when you think of a business and how twenty percent of the clientele is responsible for eighty percent of the sales. Yeah, that kind of thing. That's no, what I true. mean. Although ninety percent of the content and and you know what we do is the content. The 10% is what makes this matter. And you guys, the 10% is incredible. Like, I just thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. I mean, as far as our, our, our process and progress goes, um, you know, when it comes to putting this podcast together, um, so this, this second season, hmm. we did... Pretty much two months straight. Yeah. It was two months straight of interviews and um, coming up with content for the interviews. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, try, figuring out our own formula mm-hmm. of how to have guests on the show. Um, Remote how, guests versus in-studio guests. Exactly. How to make that engaging. And yeah. it's still a continual experiment. It's still an experiment. We're slowly figuring it out. Yeah. But it's still an experiment. And I, I personally, I'm just appreciative of of the people that have joined and and have yeah. sh- ha- helped us shape the show by sending in questions or just listening and what you listen to and what you don't listen to because yeah. that directly affects how we make the show, you know. And uh, we just thank you for being there and listening and actually giving us something to change and affect and to make it better for you guys. Yes, and girls Truly. and and non-binary beautiful beings you know. <laughs> folks <laughs> folks but uh but yeah the the more the more engagement that we have from from you the audience um you know the the easier it'll be for us in the long run to get better guests absolutely um, you know get get uh guests that you want to hear from that uh we might not even know about i mean there there are people that we've been talking to since we started the podcast Absolutely. that we still want on the podcast and haven't even been able to make it. And, you know, I think um, it's baby steps. But yeah, baby steps. We, we have to have a little bit of clout. Yes. And you guys can help make that cloud happen. Uh, <laughs> the easiest way is to share it, as you've already been doing. Yes. Um, Writing reviews. One of the best ways is to truly write a review. Yeah. The more people can see and, and make that connection that this is a great show and this is a great resource. And the more you can help us do that and the, the more we can help you, the more we can bring on the people that you want. Yes. Uh, you know. Because we've got, we've got so many messages. 
about people that, <laughs> I mean, yeah, we'll get there. We'll, we'll get, there. get there. Baby steps. Baby steps. But uh, next season is going to be starting, I don't have a specific date yet. Yeah. We're aiming for around September 25th to the 20, 25th. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we'll get a more definitive time set up for you. Yeah, uh, during the summer when we're having a quick break. But expect us around the fall, September 25th time. In the meantime, I think I might go back to making those playlists. You know? A Thousand Vibes playlists. Do some with the time. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, we might even release just extra little bonus episodes or, or things like that during yeah. the summer, you know, because there's some interviews that didn't make the cut for whatever reason or another. But some of them might just be peaceful things to listen to, a little quick snippets or when we're traveling. Um, that mm-hmm. might not be part of the main storyline, but still interesting bits of information that you might yeah. like during the summer. So, Oh, you knows? know what would be fun? <laughs> if we just had, like, phone conversations. Ooh, <laughs> we're traveling. You know what I mean? Nice. We just recorded our phone conversations stupidly. That's smart. <laughs> I'm going to write that down. You know, something to try. And yeah. if you like it, maybe we'll keep doing it. Who knows? Maybe we won't ever do it. We don't know. We have no idea. It's a continual experiment. Yes. But thank you for being along on the ride. Um, yeah. What, what else I, would you I, like I, to say to close it out? Uh, honestly, I just, uh, it's, uh, what, what date is today? It's June Third. 3rd. June 3rd. We're recording this. It's June 4th when you're listening to this. Yep. So, um Hags. Hags. <laughs> uh, well, so long. Farewell. We'll see you in season three. Season three. And if you want to find us in the meantime, yes, we'll be where we always are. <laughs> at thousandstory underscore. And uh, myself at Mr. Najee Boy. That's M-R-N-A-J-I-B-O-I. And myself... At El Pontillo, that's E-L-P-O-N-T-I-L-L-O, on Twitter and Instagram. Same here. Yes. Thank you again. We love you, you old hags. Uh, And we'll explain what that means when we come back next season. (laughs) (laughs) But for now, sayonara. Adieu.